and welcome back to my Xbox and me. Today we will be talking all things Far Cry 6. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Crash. Crash, how are you? Hello, hello. I'm doing good. Good, good. And the one and only Matt. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. I'm very excited. So, everyone's so thrown off because I've gone super professional for a second there. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's got just a new audience coming in, guys. We've got to be a little bit more professional than we are on sure. the podcast, all right? Today, we are talking all <laughs> things Far Cry 6, boys. We have all played the game in different amounts. Crash, uh, we'll start with you. How long have you been playing for and have you beaten the story? Beat the story? Mm. I played, I want to say... I. I didn't check my time. That's fine. I know That's you okay. told me how to check your That's time. Okay. I played over 25 hours, I want to say, ish. So yeah. did you did you strictly mainline then? I mostly mainlined. I didn't do a whole lot of side content. Okay. Yeah. And Matt, what about yourself? What about you? How many hours and have you beaten the game? My clock is at 19 hours, just a touch over 19 hours. I have not beaten the story. Uh, I I would guess that I'm probably 50 percent of the way through based on the way it lays out the story it's pretty kind of clear how far you are through the game i think at mm -hmm. each point um and so yeah 50 percent through the story i would say getting hella distracted along the way yeah uh, i have beaten the game and i'm about 35 to 37 hours in now i beat it this morning um where do we start off with Far Cry 6? Uh, first of all, codes were provided by Ubisoft, um, and uh, this will be spoiler-free to the best of our abilities. Because, um, well, number one, Matt hasn't beat the game, so we're not going to spoil the ending for him. Um, and Thanks, and for anybody that. watching, of course. Um, Crash, first initial impressions and thoughts of Far Cry 6. What do you think? Uh, I actually liked it. I was kind of surprised by it. The last Far Cry I played was four and I wasn't super, super into it at that point. I really liked three. I thought three was a super good game. And then going into four, I feel like it didn't live up to the same things as three. And so when I came into five, they have uh, they had Anton constantly in the commercials. And I was kind of like, is that going to be a good thing or is he going to really so live up six. to so did you play five? Or, did you play five or did you play four? I didn't play five. You didn't play I five four. at all. Oh, you're so lucky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard five isn't the best experience, but um, yeah. So I was I was a little worried about it going into this because usually when games get big actors, a lot of the times it's to carry the game, and there isn't necessarily as much in the game. I'm thankful to say that that doesn't isn't fully the case with this game. That there is something to really enjoy in the game. Matt, what about you? Uh, yeah, so so I've played at least a bit of every Far Cry game and never really got on with any of them, which I think is quite a, especially when it comes to three, like I bounced off of three pretty quickly. Um, and, and yeah, I know, shocker, right? Yeah. I, I don't know why, but um, but but yeah, none of them really clicked with me. This has so clicked with me. I don't I don't know what's particularly different about it to the others, but everything I'm doing is just incredibly fun. Like, that's my best way, way to describe this game. It's just fun. Like, everything you do in this game is fun. And uh, I love it, and I want to keep going back. And I think what Crash was saying about um, Giancarlo Esposito sort of not... Um, I mean, he does steal the show when he's in the scenes, but, like, he's not that much of a massive presence in the game or at least where i am sort of during the first half of the game he's around and and you hear him on radios and you and we have certain cutscenes with him but but he's not like 
in your face constantly. Like I feel like Vass was at least at the beginning of three. Um, uh, you know, he's not that kind of presence in this, and 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 I think part of that is you know you are fighting a government in this game versus pirates and bandits i feel like in in previous games right um and you definitely feel that going through it but yeah loving it hella fun want to keep jumping back in constantly as much as i can yeah i'm 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 definitely in i think i'm in the middle of both of you um with my opinions of the game i really enjoy the gameplay of far cry 6 i think the gameplay is what sets this game apart from the other far cry games i think it's something they've actually built upon from free which free is my favorite far cry i freeze the beginning of my series when i play far cry games so i played three i played four i played five i played new dawn um i never played primal that's the only one i didn't play um but i also have not played primal yeah to I, correct I, myself a minute there's a for me this game just gets a lot of the things i hated about five they get those moments correct. And that is kind of what makes the game special in the way of like holstering your weapon. So when you walk past soldiers, you're not attacked every two seconds and having other little gadgets that you have that let you take care of tanks, helicopters and other things that you will be uh, coming across in this world. Um, I think we should start with the story of Far Cry 6, because I think that's a, a lot of why people are going to want to pick up the game. Like Crush said, um, this game has been heavily advertised as the dictator game kind of thing, right? Uh, mm. Antonio, Anton, sorry, um, is the dictator, and that is who you are kind of paying to see in all of its glory, I think, if you're buying Far, Far Cry 6, because that's kind of all they've shown us in the in the advertisements. Um, Crash, from what they have shown compared to what you've beaten the game, but from what you got, do you feel like it lived up to those expectations? Um, I think... Not really, only because I think the moments that you see Anton in the game are fantastic, and I do think they are the height of the game for me. Yeah. Because uh, he absolutely, every time he gives a speech, he absolutely knocks it out of the park. Um, unfortunately, those don't come very often. They come at the end of zones, and they come at the end of the game, in the beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, where I feel, I feel like that's kind of the problem. My problem with like the whole narrative structure for the game is the zone idea they have instead of one long drawn narrative. It's sort of like, here's this zone, here's here's three zones that you can explore, and they'll each have their own narrative, and that sort of leads the main character you play as also to sort of regress every time you start a new zone, and they never feel like fully ever growing or evolving as a character. So where there's possibility, there's a lot of possibilities for the narrative. I just don't think it ever really lives up to a lot of those. Yeah, Matt, you haven't finished the game, obviously, but from what you've been able to experience so far, you do you feel like the game has lived up to those expectations story-wise? Yeah, it's an interesting point, right? I, th I think anytime the game has pointed me in a direction i've gone in that direction right and you don't have to right they made no. that quite clear when you when you sort of get out of the tutorial area for lack of a better term and you are given these three zones they we lost matt we lost matt all right matt oh. died he died on us during the far cry 6 review crash are we shocked no not really he will pop back in a second i'm sure i can edit all this matt come back at least I died before the puck, before the recording started. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm really thinking minutes, about this. 11 minutes. 11. 
humans oh at first i thought my computer froze <laughs> no can you message him saying he died Matt, Hello? Hello? there Hello? he is. Hello? You're back. He's back, he's back, he's back, he's back. He's I'm back. back. Where did I get to? I no, was you didn't just get rambling. to anywhere. You literally started. So I've time-coded it down. We'll edit and we'll go again. You ready? I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Do you want to lead me back into don't, it? Don't stress. And yeah, so, so ready? And three, and two, yeah. oh, one. So what do you think, Matt? Yeah, so so I don't mind that Anton Castillo isn't in your face constantly. Like I quite like it. I think I've it, you know when the game points you in a direction, I have been going in that direction, right? So like when you first sort of get out of the tutorial area, it says, "Hey, there are these three zones. Go meet these people. Go do these things in these zones." But if you want, go do this one first. And I was like, "Okay, I'll go do that one first. And so you know, I'm kind of letting the game pace it out in the way it wants me to play it, I feel like. And so I've been really enjoying the story. And, and you know, I see what Crash is saying about sort of, it is kind of a hard reset when you move into that second and third zone then, because it is like, you know, this is a fresh story because you could have done this one first. And so yeah. we can't have too much crossover and stuff going on. We're not going to talk about what you've done or not done <laughs> previously. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I kind of get that. And I think I'm in the early stages kind of of, experiencing that and maybe it'll bother me more the next time it happens um but but i'm i'm loving it i i love that that anton castillo is is this kind of ominous almost godlike figure in this in this country and he's not on your face all the time you know he's just a threat that is always around and he's going to send his dudes after you and you're going to be scared when the big boys come um and yeah i really enjoy it and then when you do see him it's special and uh, like you say the performance he's knocking out of the park i feel like you can see through the mocap, through the facial capture, he's loving this role as well. Like he's just like enjoying it in this like sick sadistic way. Um, and it's probably one of the best video game sort of performances I've ever seen. Um, especially like like you say, when they get in these A-list actors, um, sometimes it's a bit shoehorned in, right? But like I really feel like they let him fly with this and and kind of bring what he wanted to to the character, right? And um, you definitely feel that. Yeah, I, I again I agree with both of you. I think the one thing I want to add on, I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, the first two islands are very much, you can go to either of these at any moment. You could have started with the second one or start with the first one. I think the third one has a little bit more crossover in the way they tell right. the story, um, which I found the more enjoyable. Once I got to it, there's a certain character you get to that I, just, I really enjoyed. Which one's the third one for you? So, um, do we want to say characters' names or not? I don't think that's spoiling it by saying I don't know his name. El 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 Tigre. Got it. Yeah, I. I ah, that's number two for me. Ah, there you go. That, See, that was number is, two for me as well. Okay, that was number three for me. Yeah. So, okay. so there's a, there's a crossover that happens on that island, right? With certain characters. I, maybe I haven't, you haven't got finished that yet, it. But... Yeah, you haven't finished it. But there's there's something that happens, and I feel like that one worked better than what i would call number one number two so i went up right, and you went right in the, on the map so that's interesting again i think that's yeah. the good thing about the game it can kind of be played however you want it to be played and that is the fun of far cry 6 right it's exploring mm. it is liberating outposts it's doing treasure hunts it's playing mini games that there are a couple that are fun they're really fun a uh, couple mini games especially the first one that you get to play if you do it in the way the game tells you to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to try and word it properly. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, for, for me, it's 
I didn't fall in love with its story. As much as I, I enjoy um, The Dictator, I enjoy Diego, I think their dynamic together is amazing. I think mm. the performance is amazing. I think I wanted more of him and I wanted to see more of him and I wanted to be around him more. And I wanted that's that's where I get a little bit let down in a way. Um, not that I was expecting to get more, but that still meant I wanted more, you know, mm. um, where what really shined through for me is the gameplay for Far Cry for Far Cry 6. It was it was the moment to moment shooting that feels really tight and really clean. That, that doesn't matter how you approach missions, whether it's stealth or action, both work in a limited way. And that's something that me and Chris spoke of before we recorded. Chris, you are someone that strictly plays these games stealth mode, right? So yeah. what did you think of it? Uh, I enjoyed playing stealth in the beginning, but the more I would go just stealth, the more it became apparent that stealth feels very one note in the game. There isn't a whole lot of dynamics to it, unfortunately, uh, which at the end, it led me to going in stealth, starting off stealth, and then at some point just going bonkers crazy, which I started enjoying the game a lot more. Um, and I think that is probably the best way to play it, is doing a little mix of both and going heavier towards whatever side you prefer, obviously. Uh, but I think once I started doing that, the gameplay just started feeling so much better. Because uh, the stealth, unfortunately, like you get throwing knives, you can still uh, run up to people, stab them, obviously, and things like that. And all of that is enjoyable. It's just when you have a game this long, and that's pretty much the extent. There's a little bit more that you can do, but that's pretty much most of what you can do. Uh, that that sort of starts to get boring over time. But luckily enough, there are, you have the Supremos, you have so many different weapons and tools to sort of make that uh, playground, that sandbox really fun. The Supremos yeah, is a, a perfect place to talk about real quick, if you don't mind, Matt. Um, yeah, of course. I think as someone who, again, I really didn't like the hecticness of Far Cry 5. I felt like it was mm -hmm. constant shoot, 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 get killed, get killed, drive past someone, they're going to attack you, attack, attack, attack. Like I said at the start of uh, this this recording, um, putting away your gun, nice, uh, nice um, addition to the game. But the Supremos is the big thing for me, which I called in my review over on my personal channel, kind of my get out of jail free card in a way of like, yeah. oh wait, I've messed up and I've got too much going on. I know what to do. Use my Supremo. I use the rocket launcher one the most, and there is a bunch of them that you can use, but that is my main one. Taking down helicopters, taking down tanks, taking down anything that gets in my way, that is the one I go for. And it's strange how one little thing can change the whole dynamic of a game, right? Because I never felt overwhelmed. I never felt stressed. I never felt um, angry when I got attacked or when my that in this case their wanted meter um went up all the way because it was done with within within a couple of minutes to three four minutes it was over with and i got away and it didn't last too long i didn't have people chasing me all the way across the map like say in a gta it was just the right amount of oh i messed up and now i've got to fight a bunch of people and oh i've killed all these people and this is no longer stressful and that's i felt like they had a perfect balance for that yeah, absolutely. I think I think, you know, in my head at least, Far Cry is a relatively stealthy series. Like like I didn't play too much of five, and so maybe what you're saying about five is right, right? But like two and three especially, I felt like it really did push you down that stealthy route. And in this one, as soon as you sort of jump in and, and start, you know, building weapons, some of the, yeah. the guerrilla warriors start building you weapons and stuff, and they're ridiculous. And it's just like 
here, have this toy chest of ridiculous weapons and go out and play. It's like, oh, okay, you don't you don't necessarily want me to stealth. You know, I've got into the habit now of sort of infiltrating somewhere, shutting down all the alarms, launching the Supremo and letting the bullets fly. Like I'm enjoying yeah. the hell out of it doing it that way. Um, and yeah, I feel like that is the way that it kind of wants you to play this game. Again, you've got all those options there for stealth. You know, you can upgrade your bow all the way. You've got throwing knives. You've got all the classics. Um, but it, it, you should let the lead fly in this game for sure if you want to have the most fun, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, you didn't talk about story. Oh, wait, wait did, we, did everyone talk about story? Did you have anything I think to we add? Went story. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so then, yeah, it's just gameplay. Obviously, the game gives you a grappling hook at the very start of the game, um, which I think is a dope addition and it's nice to have, mm. uh, especially for your treasure hunt missions because it really adds a layer to how you traverse whatever the treasure hunt is you're doing. I think the game actually now signposting, which I think is something that video games can do poorly and they can make a right headache out of a great game if you have poor signposting for players. Um, and I felt like Far Cry, I never had that moment in terms of knocking my head against the wall so much for where do I have to go? Like it was the right amount of annoyed, 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 Eureka. And every single mm. time I was doing something like that, it felt it felt that way. I don't know if you guys agree or not, but yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, everything, like what I said earlier, sort of very at the start, was that every moment of this game, I'm having fun. Like, yeah. like every little aspect, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, where it like introduces all these mechanics. Like, you're going to build up your camps. You're going to send people off on missions and like yeah. manage those missions. You're going to like all these weird little mini things that could have been awful and terrible and you devoid at all costs yep i love doing as soon yeah. as i enter the little hub and it clicks into third person mode yeah. i'm like i'm gonna go around and talk to all these people and upgrade that tent over there and like i love it it all works so well and it's just so much fun um and yeah the treasure hunt missions are a great example of that where they're like they are way more complex than they needed to be but yeah. in a fun way like like oh i didn't expect this to lead me all the way over here yeah. and find this cool thing like it could have just been like Oh, crack that chest open right like you're knocking open with your machete or something yeah. and leave um which but the game has so that much as more... well it has those moments yeah. as well <laughs> it does to be fair but like the specific like treasure hunt missions yeah. that appear on the map are, are tend to be a lot more in depth right and like yeah. a lot more rewarding um and fun like they could have fallen apart it could have been terrible pacing wise um but in my experience so far it just hasn't been it's been awesome yeah yeah um from the few treasure i did i think three or four of the treasure hunt missions. I do think those generally, as far as missions went, were kind of some of my highlights. I did, um, I didn't want, I don't want to spoil it, but I think the end of that, just the result of what you get from that in certain cases and the way they tell those stories sometimes is actually uh, very, very engaging and keeps you in it completely. I think they might be more engaging than the main story. Other than I think so. the main dictator, I think the treasure hunt missions and... I, I played a part of this with Haley. Most people who know the my Xbox and the audience, I know a lot of new people watching, but I'm dyslexic, so reading not fun for me. So I made sure I played the treasure hunt missions with Haley, and she's reading through the notes, and mm. it's like, ah, oh, go over here, and there's a note there, and it's this there, and it's like, oh, this is this is really cool, and this is fun, and this is you're getting these deep stories of these people that have passed away, and or they've been left inside a cave or whatever the case may be of the scenario that you're dealing with and yeah i felt like those stories were way more impactful and hit me in the feels than so the main story did um which i found quite interesting the the variety of it as well like surprised me right there is 
this isn't a spoiler. There is one treasure hunt mission where you need to feed a pelican and then chase after the pelican like four mm -hmm. times to, to like get the thing. And I was like, this is just fun. Like yeah. I'm like skydiving off a cliff and now I'm on a quad bike and I'm chasing after this damn pelican. And it's just like, uh, this is like well thought out and just done well. Like it's not just typical, you know, there are those ones that tell those great stories through those notes, but don't make every single one that, you know, I don't want to have to do 15 of those, vary it up a bit. And, it, and yeah. I think it does that really well. I think a thing that people want to know is tone because mm. I think Far Cry has been, especially from three onwards, I think there's been this this tone of, because I've not played one and two in a very long time, so I don't actually remember those. Um, there's been this tone of like seriousness with funny, seriousness with jokes, seriousness with these over-the-top characters. I never found Far Cry 6 to be that. I found it more serious with there's a hint of humor and there's a joke here a joke there but it's not it's not to the level of ah oh, what's the character's name in far cry 4 and 5 the guy that shoots off a load of music uh, there's, there's 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 a bunch of like jokey characters for jokey sakes in yeah. far cry um 4 and 5 where 6 hasn't got that and i think that plays a big part in the amigos the amigos sorry which is they are your your friends in this game and they're all animals so Yep. Um, the earlier ones we'll talk about is the crocodile because you get that pretty much at the start of the game um who is a great character to have around with you especially if you just want to let a crocodile eat people and then pet it um and then also <laughs> the one that people have probably seen which is the part of the pre-order bonus is chorizo which is the little dog mm -hmm. with the wheels on the back of him and he's got his own set of abilities and if the more you use them the more you unlock uh, abilities that they can do as well but I felt like the tone worked with those characters and throughout the world, it is quite a serious tone, but yeah. in the right way. Do you agree with that, Crash? Yeah, there are, like, don't get it wrong, there are characters who will crack jokes and stuff like that, but it all, it all feels very fitting for the setting that they're in. None of them seem, like, out of place, like yeah. um, some slapstick humor that just doesn't belong and sort of ruins the tone and the pacing, and, like, why is this character even here? Yeah. Uh, and I really, I really enjoyed that, and part of that is what makes those areas so entertaining is certain of the characters in there, even if the narrative overall for those areas don't live up to it. Uh, just hanging around those characters in a lot of cases makes it worth doing that content. Um, did any of you guys, I don't know where Matt's up to, so I want to be careful how I tread this, Matt, and I want to, but I do need to bring it up because it's important for us to talk about in the review. I think I know what you're going to say, and no, I have not got there, but I've, I've heard about it and talked to people about it. What do you think I'm going to say? Is it the, there's a handling, a, apparently a poor handling of a trans story Thank uh, you. Okay, good. In, then, in the game somewhere. Perfect, and I am perfect, not perfect for me to say then. Um, I thought it was handled extremely poorly, the trans character, if I'm being yep. 100% honest with you. Um, I'm not here to bash developers and I'm not here to bash anybody. And I'm sure game development is really, really hard. Um, but as me and Crash have sat on a podcast uh, with a trans woman, Laura Kate Dow, um, and had deep, meaningful conversations. I am a no, by no means an expert when it comes to knowing everything in and out when it comes to trans characters and how they should be um, represented. But what I do know is this one is done extremely poorly, feels extremely shoehorned in, and I think is a spit in the face to anybody who is looking for looking to be included. If this was a black character, I would be effing and absolutely blinding right now. With with it was shoehorned in as way this is. 
I don't know. I don't know what other people's opinions are. Crash will get to you. But me, I want to speak up on this and just say, I think it is done extremely poorly. There is no backstory. There is no, there is, it is literally there for the sake of being there, which I think make it lessens the character in such a huge way that it, 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 by making something, and maybe I'm talking out my butt cheeks, and again, I'm just an idiot on the internet, and I try and speak passionately when I can, right? But when you are trying to implement something that is still very new to people, people are still trying to understand it, and you just want to, it, it feels very nonchalant and very, yeah, it's there. It doesn't feel like any effort went into that character at all. And it, and it, it really is the biggest downer on this video game for me crash yeah no um i agree as soon as the moment happens and the character announces that they're trans and everything it just it feels off Jeez. and they they mention it a few times and it just never it feels very much like oh we're gonna add this in for diversity as opposed yep. to like having this fully fleshed out character and then being a character first in a lot of cases yeah. it sort of feels like their identity is up front and it just doesn't feel right. And for me, it was very much a case that I was going to see what Laura says. I was going to see what That's the what... people that are affected by this say, because yes. it didn't feel right to me, but I could just, it could just be a case where I'm just, I don't understand it necessarily, yeah. but it very much, I, I, I agree with you from initial feelings with that. We did the deep conversation of tell me why. And obviously that, that game is all based around a trans character. Um, and from again, I cannot speak for other people who are actually trans. And I just know, I know in my heart, that it wasn't done right. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like I just, you know, when you it happens and you're like, this wasn't done right. This wasn't done mm. right. And someone should have been in the room to say, this wasn't done right. And maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. And maybe I'm, I'm not offended by any stretch of the imagination, but it just didn't land the way I think it should have or could have landed. Maybe I'm totally wrong. And maybe, maybe it did land how it was meant to. And if that is the case, I will shut the hell up. But in my head, I don't think it landed right. Yeah, it's it's a real shame because I think this game does so much right. I, I mean, it's so difficult to say, right? I'm not familiar with people with these accents very much, right? Maybe yes. some people will think the voice acting is terrible in this because their their parents speak their and like yeah. And I'm just not accustomed to it. But I think yeah. the voice acting is great, right? I think the acting is great throughout. Um, the, the accessibility features in this game are phenom phenom phenomenal. Yeah, that's what there. I'm trying you to say. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, to hear to hear that this is an area where they've they've stumbled sucks. Um, hopefully, they will hear this, and, and I'm sure they will, and they will learn from this. And the next time that they want to introduce a trans character and have representation in the game that way, um, they'll knock it out of the park, and I'm yeah. sure they will. Um, you know. Like you say, it's a shame that that they stumbled here. I haven't seen it myself, so yeah, yeah. you'll get there. I'm not exactly. I'm sure you'll talk about comment on it anyway, but I'm sure yeah, when, yeah, when, when you sure. get there, you'll talk about it on the podcast anyway. So yeah, absolutely. Um, where are we? We're we're at story. We've done gameplay. Anything else to add on the gameplay that we missed? Very uh, quickly. Yeah. Go on, Crash. You go first. You go first. I was just gonna say, I love the fact that when you're upgrading weapons, they. Uh, crossover for all of that weapon type so if you unlock an upgrade for a rifle it's usable on all rifles yep. which made it really really nice because yep. i had two different rifles i had a stealth rifle that was single shot with the silencer and then i had a rifle that was like when when all goes down i'm switching to this rifle and i'm shooting everybody in the face and i really really enjoyed that i didn't have to keep 
pumping in resources because like the gunpowder isn't the easiest resource yeah. to get all the time. Uh -huh. So I was very selective with what I did with that. And so the fact that all that crossover was really nice. And it also let me if I upgrade, if I get a better version of the gun, I can just switch to that with no hassle. Yeah. Go on, Matt. Two very quick things. Um, any fast travel point in this game is also an airdrop point I love where that. you can just skydive in. That. And it's brilliant because it basically yep. means everywhere is a fast travel point because there, there's not that much distance between each one. You can just airdrop in and fly to wherever you're going. Flying brilliant. means wingsuit, by the way. We ain't got special yeah. abilities yeah. where you just fly. <laughs> That's true. There is no jetpack. There is, well, the Saints Eye of Fang. Saints Row 4. You get superpowers. <laughs> Everybody's a superhero. Yeah. And then the other thing I wanted to chat to you about is if you guys had tried the special operations at all. No. I didn't I didn't no. get a chance to try them because I was mainlining the story so we could do a review. <laughs> I get it. I was getting distracted as hell so I could bring you this incredible content. I appreciate content. it. Um, <laughs> they are brilliant. They are oh, like okay. uh, co-op designed missions. Uh, so I, I run the first one on my own, which is not the best way to do it, but hey-ho. Yeah. Um, and they, they're like mini raids, mini strikes. Um, they're, they have like five difficulty tiers or four difficulty tiers in each of them. Again, encourage you to do a co-op, but similar to everything else we've talked about, like there is way more thought, effort, love put into that mode than needs to be. Like they're on, I think they are on exclusive maps. So they're like much smaller areas, um, but I don't think you can find them in the sort of real game world as it were. Um, and so the first one takes place in this like abandoned uh, dinosaur theme park and you have to like infiltrate in, kill the leader, grab a bomb, that yeah. overheats and you've got to like make your way back across the map working your way through pools of water and fountains and like uh, broken stuff in the theme park so you can keep the thing cool just a phenomenal idea like adds a lot of tension to it it's fucking brilliant um so if you get a chance don't overlook it because you, you can kind of miss these little uh you know bandito missions and, and stuff like that and i saw yeah. i didn't for some reason on i was playing when i was playing i couldn't get into co-op so there was no, uh, if, yeah, it was a whole thing. So yeah. um, that's something I want to check out. Maybe me and Crush will check it out at some point and we can stream it or whatever. But yeah, we're not on the same system. Oh, is there so, no crossplay? No, I don't believe so. God damn. <laughs> Matt was so hurt. He was like, yeah. first, no Halo with the boys. Now this. Now this God. Um, bugs. I think we should definitely talk about bugs. Uh, I had a pretty big bug um, when playing the game. So I got to the final mission uh, of a mission arc and the helicopter just didn't show up. Um, it just got stuck. So I fast traveled out and then the mission didn't reset. So I just didn't have an icon. Mm. So I then went on my journey to do all of the other missions and I was like, oh, I thought I could move on without that mission. So then I had to try and find where that exact spot was, went there, and then it magically just picked me up out of the sky. So that was one bug that could have been real game-breaking um, that sucked wow. and was very stressful because I thought I was going to get like a 99.9% .9 on this story and it was going to bug the hell out of me. I did fix it in the end. I just had to go back to that location of where the mission would take place, but I didn't have... There was no icon. There was no one telling me where that spot was. There's nothing like that. It was just the luck of the draw that I knew that spot had a helipad and I knew in the rough proximity of where it was. And lucky enough, it sorted itself out. That was the, the one big bug I had. Um, I don't think I had any others, actually. Uh, it was just that one. Crash? 
Um, I had it. I finished one of the story missions. I had messaged you. I was like, what was your bug? Because I think I'm stuck. And it was just it was the case of like I finished a mission and I was supposed to get a call afterwards for the yeah. next uh, story mission start. And it just didn't. So I just went around, ran around the island a little bit and then it popped for me and I finished that. That was cool. That was no problem. I did have a little bit of jankiness when I would try to mantle certain things like climb over them and it just wouldn't work in certain situations where it looks like it's climbable and it should be climbable and it doesn't work and there was also in one of my treasure hunts where i had to climb up platforms for some for whatever reason it just wouldn't let me climb up the final platform i had to go back and down multiple times and eventually it did i don't know why it was i don't know if i wasn't in the right spot because sometimes mantling seems to be you have to be in the right spot to actually climb up some of these spots yeah Yeah, and that's i don't know if that's a bug or that's just the way they made the game whatever the case be that is something that i did notice happened decently and then other than that i don't think there were there were a whole lot of bugs there was some jankiness with escort missions sometimes but that's I feel like that's generally uh, escort missions in general. It's funny you say that because, yeah, there was the one specific one where you have to follow the woman to the camp. That one took me forever. She would walk so slowly and stop. And then she got off the horse. (laughs) She got off the horse and then started running. But then there was like a a couple of horse spots. And then she got back on the horse. And then I'm sprinting after her. I'm like, what the hell? The same thing happened with okay, me. Okay, good. good. Yeah, oh. you're not alone in that. That one, that's the one I was specifically thinking of when I was like, janky escort missions. It's that exact one where there were quite a few moments in that one where it's like, at first the character wouldn't start running to the yeah. horses in the beginning at all. And then she mm-hmm. ran towards them. Then she took a horse. Yeah. <laughs> I had a point where she actually gets, she gets hit by something and she gets knocked off her horse. And instead of getting back on the horse, she just starts running down no, the No, mine beach. just stopped under a bridge. Stopped under the bridge really? and just got off. And was just like, all right, oh, I'll walk from yeah. now. And then, Walked yeah. as slow as Mine's a snap. Yeah, I, Matt, what I did didn't you have, have any of these issues. I didn't uh, have any of those issues. It annoys me that, uh, as far as I can tell, there is no mechanic built into the game where companions, either on escort missions or your little pet pets that follow you around, um, will interact with vehicles, like get into a no, car. Oh, yeah, room, yeah. Which there, is mental. There is only one. That I only found one yeah. animal that would come next to me in, in the seat. Yeah. Oh. I assume we're talking to the same person, the same the same animal crash. Yeah, um, I'm pretty but sure. Yeah, Interesting. I wanted I wanted the crocodile to come jump in the car and sit next to me, but no, I didn't. Hundred percent. I thought it would. Yeah, yeah I, no. I really thought it would. I was like, maybe that's an upgrade you have to get. And I keep playing the game, and I'm like, the crocodile will get in at some point, and he just <laughs> never does. No. It, it it has it definitely still has that like open world jank, right? Like I I was running around with Chorizo, is the little sausage dog yeah. with wheels on for a long time. And I'm on a mission where I'm on a boat and I'm heading out, way out into the yep. sea. And Chorizo is swimming behind <laughs> the boat. And it's like, come on, man. This is ridiculous. Like, there's no thing for him Let to him get in the in boat. Or, or just, he just spawns in the boat. Spawning I'd be boat. fine with that. He just appears in the boat. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Or just, he just doesn't come on this mission. He just stays yeah. on the yeah. shore because would... he swum five <laughs> miles out to sea. <laughs> I, I will say that I wish there was a way to quickly dismiss the Amigos instead of like having to that go into the menu because there were times where I didn't want to use them because I'm trying to do it stealthy and for some reason at certain times. I think that's what they want. They want you to know this is realistic. If you've got a bloody crocodile with you, then you're going to get seen. Like put it away. Time to go away. The crocodile wouldn't get you seen. Yeah, he did. He got me seen. 
it did not get, it, sometimes the crocodile would get seen i would not get seen oh no yeah so the crocodile gets seen so no, no. Gets shot and then but that yeah, then sends uh, me yeah. into a tizzy because yeah, you can no, shoot no, my that's crocodile not, you shoot that's my not crocodile. my problem yeah, yeah no no that's that's not that's not necessarily my problem i don't oh, have a okay. problem with the crocodile being seen i just wish there was a way to quickly like just dismiss it completely if i didn't want to use it you. at the moment yeah um, so what I would do is I would just tell them to like go stay over there. in that spot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. sometimes I'd send my like. Uh, there is a, a companion you do get that is stealthy, and sometimes mm -hmm. I would send them to kill one person, and then the thing would get an absolute mind of its own, and it would just go around <laughs> and kill everything. Got a taste like, for no. blood. There is one. There is one amigo that has a taste for blood. Like, no let me tell you, you need to do that mission arc because it's fun. But yeah, yeah, very, very interesting. Um, is there anything we've missed in terms of stuff that we think people should definitely know about before buying the game? Crash, as a, as a simple question, would you recommend people buy Far Cry 6? Um, I think if you are a Far Cry fan or you once were a Far Cry fan, I think this is a great game and you will definitely enjoy it. For somebody who hasn't necessarily loved the Far Cry formula, I don't know if this game will itch everything you would want from it. I do think the story is the most approachable and digestible that it's been in Far Cry, to be honest. And yeah. um, from a casual standpoint, um, I think that if that's what you want from this game, I think this game can certainly deliver on that. But don't go into this expecting it not to be Far Cry and to be something else. Yeah, Matt, would you suggest people bought this game? Yeah, I echo everything Crash says. I think, I think, you know, as far as bang for your buck goes, like you're getting bang for your buck here. Like this game is huge. The world is huge. You're going to have fun sort of running around doing all the various side bits like I've been saying. Uh, yeah, I think value for money wise, there hasn't been a better prospect in, in quite some time, I think. Fair enough. Also, yeah, um, yeah cool. Just to go off that really quick, they do have endgame content in the game. Yes. Where after you beat the campaign, they do have missions that seem like they'll cycle. I don't know. They We're still weekly. Weekly. I'm still on weekly. weekly. Yep. Yeah, so they'll give you weekly new objectives to do if you do really enjoy that uh, yeah. that gameplay and, and that's, uh, that flow of game. Uh, okay. So you will have that stuff weekly. And then like Matt was talking about earlier, you have the co-op missions as well there. Um, we got to that. Do. There's a roadmap already for what they're looking to put in the game later on and stuff like that. So, yeah, there's, there's a lot to it. And um, I think that's a, f a good point to bring up before we end is that there is an end game in a Far Cry game that seems very approachable and fun to do if you want to keep playing Far Cry. And like Matt said, getting a bang for your buck. There is so We are talking, I'm 35 hours deep. I'm nowhere near finished. I haven't mm. unlocked every single gun. I haven't done every treasure hunt. I haven't got all of the gear pieces. I haven't, which we didn't speak about, different gear types, do different different things, like reload speed and stuff like that. It's not a loot game, but there is loot that you can pick up. You can totally ignore it yeah. as well if you wanted to. Um, just stick with the same armor that you start off with. Um, but yeah, I think, I think for me, Far Cry is definitely worth your time. It's definitely worth your money. Just know what you're getting into. You're not getting into a story that is going to blow your socks off and make you start crying at the end of it in my opinion but if you want to just jump in and play a very 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 fun video game far cry 6 is that it's a lot of fun it is beautiful graphic wise i think the world looks amazing and you will have a laugh of the game and that's i think that's key something that we miss out on a little bit nowadays so yeah definitely 
Thank you all for watching. I hope you enjoyed our review of Far Cry 6. If you have any questions about it, leave them in the comments of this video on YouTube and we will answer them on our weekly Xbox podcast, My Xbox and Me podcast, that you can find on all podcast services. Remember, hit that like button. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button. And until next time, we will love you, leave you, and see you all later. Thank you for watching and goodbye. Bye-bye.